Western Ohio. The evacuation order is in place for anyone within a mile radius of the crash site. These aren't, these aren't storm clouds. This is the fucking shit! The fucking shit that burned off! And he's Palestine! This is not fucking storm clouds! Look at it! Officials are claiming that the air and water are safe. Residents say they can still smell chlorine. They've complained about their eyes watering when they go outside. And one woman says the noxious air killed her chickens. Out of nowhere, he just started coughing really hard and just shut down and went very fast. Look at all these fucking crows. I'm not kidding. This is within 10 miles of East Palestine. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jonathan Kogan Show. I'm your host, Johnny K. We had disastrous, and I got to start with this. So I just became a climate activist this week, and I was so excited, okay? I was so excited to be a climate activist because I saw this religion and these people who were all in about this whole climate thing. And I'm like, I'm all about that. Like, I want to be in the club. And this is like, now we got this whole, you know, train chemicals. We got like a Chernobyl in Ohio. It's absolute disaster. I'm like, oh man, this is great. I'm going to do a podcast on it. I'm going to ring the bell on it, blow the horns, whatever things you can do to make sounds. And then all of a sudden I'm looking around and where, where are the climate activists? Are they sleeping in today? Like what's going on here? This is it. This is the moment. This is the moment. This is the fucking moment that we can all band together and be like climate, baby, protect the earth. As you know, or if you're new, this is one of the biggest pro earth podcasts on the planet. Definitely pro human, definitely pro earth because humans live on earth. So therefore we're pro pro double pro apolitical and just pro human and pro earth. And all of a sudden we become really activists on this podcast for the earth because Chernobyl literally happened. Like literally there's Chernobyl in East Palestine in Ohio. And we're going to get into all the details, but where are my climate activists at? You guys have been hustling so hard for like decades. I thought, like, I thought this was a thing. I thought it was becoming a religion, like a cult. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm about to drink my potion. And finally the John, the Cogan show is going to be inside of the cult as opposed to outside of the cult. Usually we're on the exterior of the cult. Okay. Usually we're not accepted into the cult because we don't go with the narrative. I thought this would be the narrative that pulls us all into the cult. And I, I personally never been a part of a cult. So I was very excited to be part of the climate cult, but little did I know Chernobyl in Ohio wasn't big enough for the cult to get pumped. That is crazy. That is crazy. Okay. It's not a peep. Okay. First of all, the secretary of transportation, Pete Buttigieg, uh, didn't say a word about it until, I don't know, like an hour ago because people are outraged and the peasants are breaking through the system with Twitter and we're putting a lot of public pressure. Well, at least with that stuff, not some other stuff, but maybe we'll get there too, but definitely with the climate. And all of a sudden he puts out a statement, but it didn't happen without you, without us, without the peasants, without the people speaking up. And I, this is, this is actually a moment 
where people can realize that it's an apolitical thing to love the earth and to love humans. It's not a Democrat, Republican, independent. It is an apolitical topic. And it is, it is the topic that we have been waiting for on the Jonathan Cogan show forever. You know, like forever. And then it comes time and half the system's out. They All of a sudden, the, the, the cult is gone. So let's get into the details. We need to bring attention to this because people in East Palestine are going to grow legs out of their foreheads for the next 40 generations, okay? This is real bad, okay? This is real bad. In fact, this might be one of the worst catastrophes in United States history, and there's radio silence on the media. I wonder why. Why is the media bought off? No, no way. There's no conflicts of interest there. No, no way, no way, no chance. They didn't crush the railroad worker strikes this last, you know, at the end of last year. That never happened. No, 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 no. They took the side of the worker by crushing their protests. Oh, the most pro-union president of all time will just crush their fucking protests. Yeah, okay, come on, man. We should side with the workers. Let's get back to what made us peasants in the first place. Okay? It's good to be a peasant. If you're listening to this podcast, whether you like it or not, it doesn't matter. You are a peasant. Otherwise, the John the Cogan Show wouldn't reach your ears or eyes or wherever you're watching this. All right. One shout out. Subscribe to John the Cogan Show wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to the Rumble channel. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're getting a lot of traction lately. People are sniffing and hungry for the truth i don't know why i sniffed i i know people are hungry for the truth but my reaction to represent hunger was was sniffing and that was an error and i made a mistake something the mainstream media doesn't understand to do when you do something wrong you admit fault therefore in this situation john and Kay, your host made a mistake i was thinking hunger but i sniffed that made no sense i apologize for my error if the mainstream media did that and took accountability okay Maybe they would get some trust, but they have foregone trust so long ago that it is up to the creators, to this new decentralized media landscape that is never in my life did I think an opportunity would arise where you get a microphone, an internet connection, and you tell the truth, you're going to be bigger than the New York Times, okay? You're going to be bigger than basically a left-wing activist Tumblr blog. That's what it is, okay? That's what it is. Let's be real. All right. A political podcast. So don't forget. Don't. Hey, if you're on the left, don't get mad. We're not on the right. We're not in the center. We're not even on the fucking spectrum. We don't believe in politics. All right. Let's get into what's going on. I want to get into. Uh, well, before we get into it, Tom Green, I thought this was interesting. Tom Green all of a sudden uh, came out of uh, nowhere and posted uh, a little a little truth bomb here. Here's Tom Green uh, just coming out of nowhere saying, hey, don't forget, uh, look at the UFOs, look at the UFO. He, he explains the PSYOP in like 40 seconds. Here we go. Hi, I'm Tom Green. And uh, forgot to mention the other reason this uh, UFO uh, information is coming out now is because they're trying to distract us all from the fact that we're uh, about to get released the Epstein Island list as well as what's going on in Palestine, Ohio, with the train derailment and the chemical, uh, released chemicals into the air, which is being called possibly as bad as Chernobyl, and the fact that World War III might be about to start uh, in uh, the Ukraine uh, war between USA, Russia, and China. So that's what's going on. Good to see you guys. Hope you guys are having a great day. Uh, there's UFOs. <laughs> I mean, hey, hey. Listen, we don't care who you are. If you tell the truth, we share your content. We bring us together. This is the fi this again, this is when we can finally come together, everybody. 
put away your differences and say, do you love human? Well, not a, there are Malthusian cults who don't like humans. So I guess some people can't be in, but they're the elites. They're not on our team. Anyways, you're a peasant. You should love humans. Okay. Because you are one. And therefore you should love the earth because you live on one or you live on it, whatever, who cares? And that should bring us together. Mutual interests. Doesn't matter what your beliefs are, what the color of your skin is, what your religion is, what your, I don't even know, gender, sex, whatever. Okay. I don't care if you identify as Ziza. Okay. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. If you love the earth and you're anti Chernobyl catastrophes and ruining innocent people's lives and them getting paid $5 for an error of stomping the shit out of railroad workers, excuse my language, I'll stop swearing now. So my bad. And just care about the people, for the people, of the people, by the people, the people, the people, the people, then realize we can finally come together, spread the truth far and wide. Let's get in this fantastic thread. Actually, let's get into the first what's going on. What's spilled? This is the best video that's probably gone the most viral. I don't know if you come across this. Jacob on Twitter, three minutes explaining the best explanation on what happened, how bad it is, what chemicals came out. This is everything you need to know in three minutes. So take a listen to this, and then we'll jump back in and, and go more into the details. This hasn't been getting a lot of coverage, and the coverage that it has been getting hasn't been very good. So let's talk about the trail derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. East Palestine is about an hour north of Pittsburgh, almost halfway to Cleveland. Norfolk Southern has a rail line that goes right through town, and this derailment happened right on the edge outside of town on the border of PA and Ohio. Of the cars that crashed, five of them contained vinyl chloride. It's a monomer used to make PVC. Some of the reporting on this has gotten vinyl chloride confused with polyvinyl chloride, the polymer made out of vinyl chloride. Now, the reason that this distinction is really important is vinyl chloride is very hazardous and very flammable. Polyvinyl chloride is a plastic that's used in like everything. The other thing about vinyl chloride is that it boils at eight degrees Fahrenheit. So it's shipped in its liquid, meaning that when these trains crashed and these started leaking, they weren't just leaking liquid, but they were spewing boiling gas. So vinyl chloride is really toxic. OSHA has the permissible limit of how much you can be exposed to it during an eight hour shift as a one ppm part per million, average over eight hours. So prior to this, the biggest spill of this chemical was in New Jersey, where one train car and about 23,000 gallons of vinyl chloride were spilled, but it didn't catch on fire. Now, this crash in Ohio has five train cars. These kinds of tanker cars can carry between 25 and 33,000 gallons. Let's call it 250 to 250,000 pounds of vinyl chloride. That's per train car, five train cars. There's maybe a million pounds of this toxic chemical spilling into the ground and also boiling off into the air. But then it caught on fire. I think this is where the reporting is really bad because no one is mentioning what the byproduct of vinyl chloride burning is. Of the many byproducts of burning vinyl chloride, one of them is hydrogen chloride. Hydrogen chloride is really unstable and latches onto water, like just water vapor in the atmosphere. And that turns into hydrochloric acid. So right now, government officials, officials from the railroad, both the governor of Pennsylvania and Ohio are calling burning off the million pounds of this stuff a success, but not mentioning that it means that we have hundreds of thousands of pounds of acid in the air, potentially. Now, ever since engineering school, I've studied a lot of industrial accidents. I just find it really fascinating. And organizations like the Chemical Safety Board, NTSB, and OSHA all have like really good reports available to the public. I think as a designer, it's really good to learn about mistakes. 
when looking at these kinds of industrial disasters across time, there are a couple things that are pretty universal across all of them. One, the responsible party in this case, Norfolk Southern Railway, always plays down the reality of the situation. Politicians also just repeat the same lines and then news outlets just repeat the same. So all we are hearing is the responsible great, party. Great, great video. Hope that was helpful to you if you haven't come across that. So this is a big deal, big deal. Okay. And let me know, do you want me to go down there tomorrow? Because I, I believe if I go down there and things don't go right, I might get some of these chemicals into my fatty tissue and it might be there for like the rest of my life and kill me or like create cancer down the road. But I think it's worth it to give you the truth. Let me know if you're listening to this, hit me up or watching on Twitter at KOGZ, just reach out at KOGZ and be like, yeah, I want you to go. And if I get like a handful of people that are like, yeah, we want you to go. I'm going to go tomorrow. If there's no interest, I'll cover it from afar. Otherwise, I'm going tomorrow, baby, for you, for us, for we. Okay, this was a funny video, okay? This is from my boy, Huey Media, who posted on Instagram a really funny uh, little shtick here. Uh, he's like, plot twist. Usually when I see a video of a blue-haired individual with a septum piercing, I expect you to hear some woke BS about their 80 gender identities or pronouns, but this one is actually calling out the corrupt media. I was surprised to see it. Apparently, we're all being lied to about the train derailment in Ohio. And he's like, plot twist. That's amazing, right? This is what can bring us all together. That This is a unity project, but the elites don't want that. So they're going to keep talking about UFOs and nuclear war and blocking you from the Epstein list. And We are about to reach PCAST. We got, a, we got a mass shooting in Michigan State right now live. Things are bananas, and they're going to get even more wild, okay? But if people all realize that we're being lied to, then perhaps we can come together and join in on the side of truth, which is the goal of this podcast in the first place. We just care about the truth. We're not on either side. We can't be on either side. We don't believe in politics. So therefore, we are only on the side of truth. That's all we care about, okay? And we're anti-tyranny, which means we don't want the government to control our whole lives. That's just not our thing. All right, take a listen to this video here, uh, Huey Media repost from someone on TikTok, but just listen. Listen to what she has to say. I see so many people talking about the train derailment at East Palestine, Ohio. And all I'm going to ask is that if you do this, you get your facts right. I literally grew up right down the road from East Palestine. Um, my old childhood best friend lives in the fucking town. Um, my current best friend literally lives right next to the town. It is so much worse than what the media is telling any of us. I'm getting reports from people that are down there right now that they're literally seeing schools of fish floating down streams, rivers, fucking dead. I got a video from my friend, okay, and she's like walking, dude, it's all fucking dead. All fucking dead. And on the top of the water is a really pretty chemical rainbow sheen. The chemicals are in the fucking water and they're lying to the rest of the country saying they're not. The water's been contaminated. The soil's been contaminated. The fucking air is contaminated. 
you literally are about to see some of the worst fucking health side effects coming out of people in that town. It's not even funny. And y'all want to know something even more fucked up? The restaurant that I work at in a whole different state had to donate food to them because we had people from the churches calling to tell us that Red Cross never fucking environmental con- con- conservationists still have yet to fucking come and nobody's fucking helping them meaning all of the fucking firefighters that were working get no food have nothing to help them nothing okay all the people that were displaced have no food water a place to stay none of that shit it is so much worse than what they're telling you and tiktok probably won't even let me post this video but if this video gets posted please save it and repost it everywhere you fucking can because i'm telling y'all they are covering this shit up they are covering this shit up because they don't want to get out how bad it actually was this was not good this was the worst fucking thing that's happened probably in the past eight bam all right that's what i'm talking about that is what I'm talking about. This, listen, they censor on all sides, okay? They censor populist voices on the left and the right. It's not about your political party. It is, are you against the establishment? Are you against the current power structure, okay? Are you against the narrative that the most powerful, financially rich people in the world want to push down your throat, Are you against these people? And if you are, you'll be silenced. It's not a right thing. It's not a left thing. It is an anti, as Klaus Schwab would say, the great narrative, okay? But it's not even Klaus Schwab dictating this, okay? He's not this guy with strings, not that powerful guy. But it's the consortium of all his friends, okay, which are top political leaders, top business leaders. It is the people that are literally classified as the elite establishment. And so if you are part of the population, a populist on the left or on the right, and you go and you're not lockstep, okay, which, by the way, the word lockstep came from the Rockefeller report, I believe in 2012, talking about how we need to get, you know, a massive biological outbreak and we need all governments to be in lockstep with one another. That's where that word came from, by the way. When you hear lockstep, that is an elite word, lockstep. And if you are not in lockstep with them, you will be silenced. This is why censorship, show me one time in history where the people doing the censoring were the good guys. Never. Okay, those are dictatorships, autocratic, authoritarian, awful situations, and the population suffered. We must come together, and this is a perfect event. It's crushing our earth. It's crushing human lives. It's perfect. I, I was, I'm telling you, this was it. I was so pumped to be a common climate activist because it seemed like the best cult of all the cults. It was like the biggest cult. It was the best cult. And then radio silence. Like, what? What is going on? Let's have some authenticity here. I know we got mass shootings in Michigan State. I know we got nuclear war. I know we have balloons flying over that are like spying on us or whatever. We, I know that there's nothing else going on. <laughs> okay. I know there's nothing. And Pfizer telling you to get your 19th booster. I know that's all going on, but do not get distracted. But they're doing a very good job to distract you. I, I got to tell you, when you have like nine events that are this chaotic going on at once that are this impactful on the the just the average population like nuclear war 
uh, supposed like spy balloon act of war to push us into war. It's probably our government doing it and saying it's China. So then the military industrial comp- complex can push us into war. And then they, they want two wars at once. So it's double the money. They go with China, fight China, fight Russia. We should just fight everybody. That's how empires die. That's how they fail. They get in too many different squirmish events. They fight too many people at once. Okay. And then the kingdom crumbles. Okay. And in case you didn't know, if you're in America, you're on the precipice of the crumble. Okay. You're on the tip of the crumble. All right. I know we have listeners in over a hundred countries, which I'm super grateful for. Please share with another friend. We need to get more momentum on this because this really is what, what can bring people together. Now let's get into the details about how bad this is and what you need to know, because this is insane. This is a big deal. This is from woke society's great thread on uh, Twitter. So here we go. While the government is trying to psyop, yep, that's that's what these are. Listen, I know how crazy it is. I look at my previous look at the track record of this podcast. It's literally a perfect track record, okay? So trust what you want to trust, but we've been right before everyone else was right. There's a reason for that. Because we aren't partisan. We aren't political. We care about truth. That's really it. That's honestly it. The whole purpose of this podcast is I believe that there is an economic incentive to tell the truth. As crazy as that sounds, and, and it, there's a huge incentive for it because no one was doing it. Now more people are on board because they realize the fight for the population. Otherwise, we're all going to be slaves in the matrix forever. But let's get back to it. While the government is trying to sigh up the country with down UFO stories, a domestic Chernobyl is happening in East. I, I said East Palestine because obviously the whole Palestine Israel thing controversial, really bad. Um, it, but they say Palestine, right? Is that what they say? So I want to say East Palestine. Ohio, since February 3rd, dead animals, people getting sick, arrested journalists. But if we go, we will not get arrested because we are above the law. The Jonathan Kogan shows above the law. And you're thinking to yourself, no one is above the law. And I would say you're correct, except the Jonathan Kogan show. And mainstream media blackout, a thread. And there is the confirmed report, quote, low levels of dangerous chemicals from the ones released in the derailment were detected in the Ohio River downstream of the incident. But they said... Don't forget, okay, there's a video of them saying we contained everything, nothing got in the water, everything's safe, and then individual citizen journalists or just people of the of the community went out and saw like all the fish dead and frogs dead and clouds in the water and they filmed it, they posted on social media, and then uh they can then the the uh the EPA came out and was like, Okay, it did get in the water and stuff, but we contained it. So now it's okay. So then people will find it in other areas. Then they'll come out the next day and say, okay, it did get water and we didn't contain it and it got into the wells, but it won't hurt you. And then people are going to start dying and they're going to come out the next day and be like, okay, we killed some people, but it's not going to kill the whole community. You see how the the downstream effects, no pun intended, happens? That's how it happens. Let me get back to this. Pollutants have been confirmed in the Ohio River. I can't tell you. Oops. Oh. I can't tell you how bad this is. Greater Cincinnati Waterworks monitoring water quality after East Palestine train derailment. So I want to tell you about something. They posted these tests where you test the uh, the how many chemicals are in the water, the PPM, I believe it is, okay? And on the government site, and I heard this in the Twitter spaces today, that the most recent test they have that says the water is okay to consume is a test that they did on February 4th, which, Ready? That was before they blew up the trains and the toxic chemicals. That's the most recent test they have on the government site. Since there's a lot of swearing in this episode, anyways, we're just going to keep it going. How fucked up is that? Like, what? 
breaking, and then another train is derailed in South Carolina. Where's Pete Buttigieg? Who knows? Who cares? Pete Buttigieg. Yeah. <sighs> it's crazy. The whole thing's crazy. Um, I did think that was a longer thread. There is another good thread going on here. But do you understand that this is going to have they're, – they're covering their footsteps. This is going to have massive, massive, massive implications, not only on that part, but I don't know how far this stuff travels. And the fact that the mainstream media was a total blackout, like a total blackout, and you're getting these videos on Twitter, getting 5 million-plus views, people hungry for the truth, people realizing the mainstream media is a hunk of shit, and they're just lying to people's faces or disregarding the important news. People know what's going on. You're not an idiot because you're listening to John the Kogan show, so you hear the truth all the time. You're like, oh, my God, I wouldn't get this anywhere else. Or maybe you would. Maybe it's just one source, but you know it's reliable. People who are stuck in the matrix, I don't know what else to call it. It really truly is an information matrix it's wild i mean i still have a friend who's a moron okay and and it is like doing attacks like republican democrat tax but doesn't understand that the opposite of democrat is apolitical the opposite of republican is apolitical the opposite of independent is apolitical it's not the other parties it's apolitical and whether you're on the left or the right like the diehard maga people or on the left just the nutballs who have gone on with like every psyop you guys got to chill, yo. You guys got to chill. This ain't a political contest. This is a human thing, okay? We're all on the same team. This is the oldest strategy ever known from human civilization. It is called divide and conquer. Keep the people divided. Talk about the balloons. Talk about Chernobyl. Talk about nuclear war. Talk about this. Talk about Trump. Talk about this. Talk about Biden. It's crazy. None of it matters. Just come together. We need to get to the fundamental roots of society. Free speech, period. Bam. Band together. We're pro-human. Bam. Pro-earth. Bam. We're on fire. What else do we need? I don't care if you're like healthcare for all or your private healthcare or you think we should have a big government, small government. Just know that we all want freedom, don't we? Is that something we can agree on? Freedom. Can we all agree that nuclear war is bad? Can we all agree that we don't want humans just dying right and left and make Bill Gates's, Bill Gates's wishes come through? Or abort everybody in Africa and make Melinda Gates's wishes come true? Like, you know what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? Let's get into another threat. Because I thought that was a bigger threat. I really did. I must. I might have messed that up. I'm not really sure what happened here. But Kenakoa, which I've shared before, does some great threats. Here's some video, here's some photos if you're watching of East Palestine, maybe the biggest, maybe the largest environmental disaster in U.S. history. They didn't even talk about this. You are looking at a toxic cocktail of chemicals purposely being burned off in East Palestine after a train derailment. Authorities burned off vinyl chloride, which you just heard, which is toxic and car carcinogenic, and released harmful and dangerous hydrogen chloride and phosgenes in the air. Let's play this video and see how bad it really is. Chemicals purposely being burned off by authorities. But why? Let's rewind. This all started with a train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, a town of nearly 5,000 people. Five of the cars that derailed were carrying vinyl chloride, a dangerous chemical linked to multiple cancers. It's used to make a whole bunch of things from car parts to PVC piping, but on its own, vinyl chloride can cause blisters, headaches, dizziness, and can be deadly if breathed in for too long. It's also unstable, and at least one of the train cars was at risk of exploding and sending deadly shrapnel flying as far as a mile. And while that massive explosion didn't end up happening, many are wondering if the way authorities are going about mitigating the incident is the best course of action. To avoid a catastrophic explosion, officials conducted a controlled release of vinyl chloride a few days after the derailment. 
They pierced the train cars so the vinyl chloride could drain into a trench and burn. It resulted in this. Authorities said that the controlled burn would release hydrogen chloride and phosgene into the air. Yes, as in World War I chemical weapon phosgene. So what does that mean for residents? Well, everyone living within at least a two-mile radius of the derailment site was ordered to evacuate. Ahead of the controlled burn, authorities released an evacuation map and essentially said, if you're in this area, leave or risk dying because of toxic fumes. Authorities have been monitoring the air and water quality since the controlled release started and said that none of the readings were concerning. But many evacuated residents still have questions, namely when they'll be able to return home safely. While the possibility for a massive explosion is no longer a danger, there's been no timeline given for when it will be safe for people to return to the affected area. This is bad. Those pictures, if you're not watching, you're just listening to this, it's just massive chemicals burning. I mean, these this is literally anyone around that area, their whole family line is not going to last another two generations, okay? Let's just be honest. This is crazy, okay? If I go there, I probably won't have too many generations after me. Although I think I have a really crazy immune system. My sperm is unbelievably powerful. I think I could break through any type of, you know, I don't know, obstacle course that chemicals try and put in front of me. You know what I'm saying? Phosgene is a highly toxic carless gas with a strong odor that causes vomiting and breathing trouble. And it was used as a chemical weapon in World War One. And the media doesn't talk about this. Cover up. Hydrogen chloride is a colorless yellowish gas with a strong odor that causes skin, eye, nose, and throat irritation. Unbelievable. We already watched that video. Wisconsin Department of Health, quote, exposure to vinyl chloride can affect a person's liver, kidney, lung, spleen, nervous system, and blood. Let's just say it could just affect everything about them, okay? It's just going to kill the human altogether. Another quote, human and animal studies show higher rates of liver, lung, and several other types of cancer. I mean, these people are already exposed. Here's a, here's a screenshot from the Wisconsin.gov uh, slash chemicals. The vinyl chloride burn occurred near the Ohio River, which, by the way, we now know it is in the Ohio River. And the way Ohio is structured with the with the water that people consume, like at the top, like the northeast, and I even think like like just the north part of Ohio, like the slither at the top gets it from Lake Erie, and then the majority south of that, like like Columbus, all that, get it from Ohio River. So if it's contaminated, you're talking massive amounts of people in Ohio, which is a very large state in terms of population, very big. So that is the, the majority of Ohio gets it from the Ohio River. So the vinyl chloride burn occurred near the Ohio River, which flows directly into the Mississippi River. It gets in the Mississippi River, which will likely happened or will happen. And then you got people screwed for generations. And I feel like this is right on the agenda with what is going on in this world. This is crazy. Like, what? What? Like, why was this the best solution? I don't know what other solutions were, but can we talk about it? The EPA sent a letter to the rail company stating that ethylene glycol, monobutyl ether, ethylhexyl acrylate, and isobutylene were also in the rail cars. Quote, we basically nuked a town with chemicals so we could get a railroad open. Money over everything. Mine on my money and money on my mind. Amanda Breshears found her chickens dead. 10 miles from East Palestine. Quote, as soon as they started to burn, my chickens slowed down and they died. If it can do this to chickens in one night, imagine what's going to do to us in 20 years. Imagine what's going to do in 20 weeks, dog. Let's be real. All right. Here's a local news station. Let's play this. And even though Minute 12 seconds. Take it away. North Lima is about 10 miles away from East Palestine. Amanda Brashear says when she went to let her dog out last night at about 10 o'clock, the smell made her eyes water. And she also believes it could be why her chickens are now dead. So I walked up to the cage and this this is what I found. Amanda Brashear's was going to feed her five hens and rooster this morning. 
when she discovered them all lifeless, practically in the same position, with no signs of a predator entering their enclosure. I'm beyond upset and quite panicked because this, they may be just chickens, but they're family. Yeah, and sure. there's an egg shortage. You should be pissed because there's also an egg shortage. So this goes, you're really double screwed. You lost your family and you lost your eggs and you can't get new eggs says her chickens were alive and well yesterday. She believes the smell following the detonation of the train carrying chemicals that derailed in East Palestine is to blame for her bird's sudden death. My video camera footage shows my chickens were perfectly fine before they started this burn. And as soon as they started the burn, my chickens slowed down and they died. If it can do this to chickens in one night, imagine what it's going to do to us in 20 years. Hmm, like I said, 20 weeks, man. I mean, this is just insane. This is insane. This is really bad. And the pictures of, oh, let me get back into it. But the pictures with the dead fish and the dead frogs, and they're just, everyone's dead. Everything's dead. It's just lifeless. It's chemicals. It's toxic. It's World War One. It's disgusting. And there was nothing except the people and, and climate activists like myself and everybody else part of the John the Coconut Show. Because if you listen to the show, you are pro-Earth. There are reports of dead fish. In rivers and – is there a fish shortage? No, I don't think so. Uh, there are reports of dead fi- – but interesting story. To cover this on the Michael Yan episode. You can go listen to that last one. But in Ireland, when they had a famine in like the 1840s or I believe 1840s, they had a famine and they're surrounded by fish. Very interesting. They can get fish, but they had a famine. There are reports – that's because the English were preventing it. But there's more to that story. Go listen to that podcast. Michael Yan, very good podcast. Uh, it, you know, it's for this – not for the faint of heart. There are reports of dead fish in rivers and creeks five miles away from the train derailment. Minute, three seconds. Let's let's hear what the local news has to say. At the area, well and groundwater are safe. However, after this couple saw dead fish in this creek that you're looking at, they're deciding to not take any chances. Oh, there was hundreds. Russell Murphy is referring to the fish now belly up in Leslie Run. He and his wife noticed them last night, barely 48 hours after the fiery derailment, five miles away. This is huge, huge environmental effects. That's now one of many concerns the EPA now faces. The impact of the fish, yes, there was a, a impact of those. However, the levels as we have seen it are protective to groundwater. We are aware there are some wells along that for residential wells. Environmental cleanup crews were at and actually in that water today. So are these booms, which are used to catch and stop anything that shouldn't be flowing here or into water wells, which Murphy uses for just about everything. Let's be honest. The government, they suck at everything they do. They're not like efficient or good. So like this stuff's leaking everywhere, huh? Like this is really, really bad. Let's get the next part of the thread. Dead fish in Leslie Run coming out of East Palestine, Ohio. Two-minute clip. Thank God for citizen journalism, right? In Negley, Ohio. I'm at the corner of By Road in U.S. 170 North. This is the bridge that goes over top of Leslie Run. This is their filter barrier that they have currently. But I think it's important for people to see the dead fish. Um, I'm going to walk under the bridge here above and show you coming right up another fish. Um, there's hundreds of them up here in this area across here. 
hundreds. Another fish. Another fish. They're just everywhere. Um, oh, and they're dead. Fish. Oh, they're just fish. They're dead. Fish. I mean, these are minnows. I mean, they are in our streams. They ain't going to survive World War One, obviously. Fish. So she just covers all the fish. Crazy. So Taylor Holzer, a fox keeper, just outside of the evacuation zone, says one of his foxes died and all have been acting since the vinyl chloride burn. The chemicals we're told are safe, but are definitely not safe for animals or people. They lied to the people. They lied. We already saw this guy with the fox earlier, so I won't play that whole clip. Number 11, the top 10 railroad owners of the Norfolk Southern Corp include, guess, ready for this? Vanguard, J.P. Morgan, and BlackRock. And here's their cap table. What a shock. The companies that own everything, they're behind everything, okay? Obviously. And they own the media. And they own every other form of communication. And they own your life. And that's why you're not hearing about it. And that's why a lot of these groups aren't getting together because – you know, uh, I don't know, groups like Stop Oil are funded by the Rockefeller Foundation, okay? And, or like Black Lives Matter is funded by the CCP. Like all these activist groups are actually funded by nefarious people. And there's a lot of people that probably have good intentions within it, which is great. But a lot of it's to, ca to cause like uh, uh, upheaval in society, destabilize, you know, society while it's the divide and conquer strategy. And people need to realize that we're all on the same team. And if we come together, we can beat this, but they keep dividing us. If there's something we can come together on, how about it's Chernobyl in Ohio? The East Palestine, Ohio toxic chemical burn may be the largest environmental disaster in history. In history. Oh, we did this one. A former resident of East Palestine says, quote, it is so much worse than the media tells them. We played that one with that great, that girl who really told the truth. Three new dangerous chemicals were found in the train that derailed in East Palestine, Ohio. Ethylene, glycol, mino, oh, mono, butyl, ether, ether, ethyhexyl, acrylate, and isobutylene. Terrible, terrible, terrible stuff. Let's see what they have to say about these chemicals. Minute clip. Take it away. on board the Norfolk Southern train that derailed here in East Palestine just over a week ago. And we're being told that some of those chemicals are dangerous. We basically nuked the town with chemicals so we could get a railroad open. The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency sent a letter to Norfolk Southern stating that ethylene glycol monobutyl ether, acrylate, and isobutylene were also in the rail cars that were derailed, breached, or on fire. Cagiano says acrylate is especially worrisome. He says it's a Honestly, carcinogen. This is, a, and this is corporatism at, at its finest. We are totally run by corporations. It is so obvious. They own the same companies that own the train and the chemicals and, and then the decision to burn the chemicals and then the media blackout all go back to the same people. It's the same people. It is corporatism. That's what we're in right now. Contact with it can cause burning and irritation in the skin and eyes. Breathing it in can irritate the nose, throat, and cause coughing and shortness of breath. Isobutylene is also known to cause dizziness and drowsiness when inhaled. I was kind of surprised that when they quickly told the people they can go back home, but then said if they feel like they want their uh, their homes tested, uh, they can have them tested. I, I would have far rather they did all the testing. 
Caggiano says it's possible some of these chemicals could still be present in homes and on objects until you clean them thoroughly. Oh, there's a lot of what ifs, and we're going to be looking at this thing five, ten. Crazy. Netflix recently released a film called White Noise about a train derailment of toxic chemicals causing a massive explosion and deadly event in East Palestine, Ohio. Wait, what? Wait, here's the cover of White Noise. You can't hear it if it's everywhere. A new Abamba picture, White Noise with Don Cheadle. Wait, and then shows a picture of a train derailment, but it, there's no way it took place in the same city. I don't see anything that says that it's. Wow, here's a movie just made about a train derailing with toxins in Ohio. Filmed in Ohio where it just happened, and many of the extras were locals from East Palestine, Ohio, who in the film evacuated. Then months later, they had to do so in real life. Bonkers. Now that's crazy. That is crazy. Wait, is it? Wow. I'll get back to that preview. I'll play it in a second if that's real. I'll give me. I'll go back to it. The CDC's medical management guidelines for vinyl chloride. Health effects? Roots of exposure, patient information sheet, pre-hospital management. Video shows sparks or flames 20 miles before train derailment in East Palestine. Quote, we have obtained two videos which show preliminary indications of mechanical issues on one of the rare car axes. Let's play a part of this. Questions, especially for people in East Palestine, Ohio. As you can see, sparks and flames underneath this Norfolk Southern train. And this was 20 miles before it derailed. The derailment, as we all now know, sent dangerous chemicals into the air and forced thousands of people from their homes for days. Now the question is, when did the crew know that there was a problem? This video obtained by our news partners at the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette was taken by a security camera at an equipment manufacturing plant in Salem, Ohio, some 20 miles from East Palestine. You can see what appear to be sparks or flames under one of the cars as it passes oh, yeah. the plant, the NTSB referenced the video at a news conference earlier this week. We uh, have attained two videos which show preliminary indications of mechanical issues on one of the rail car axles. That second video came from a processing plant a mile down the track, also in Salem. In front of that plant Wait, is a hot box But I thought a lot of the, the success that's been going on, like, quote, politically in the past few years was that we're our infrastructure is so old and bad and we're rebuilding it. And our infrastructure is going to be great. And, and like everything's coming back, we're rebuilding the whole infrastructure. And now we got trains derailing in three different places. We got bridges falling apart. Where's this money going? I thought we had trillions of dollars to build back better. Bad quote. I know, I know, I know, I know. Build back better. But all this infrastructure, what happened? What happened? What happened? I feel like there's more like catastrophes on infrastructure level than I've ever seen in my life. But but we got trillions of dollars to finally go towards it, and none of it's being fixed. It's all getting worse. That seems really odd to me. Hector, which scans the temperature of the axles as the train passes and sounds an alert if they're overheated. The crew did receive an alarm from a wayside de defect detector shortly before the derailment, indicating a mechanical issue. Then an emergency brake application initiated. The NTSB says there was an alert, but it is not known if it came from the hot box detector in Salem or the next one down the track 20 miles away in East Palestine, where that derailment happened. And if the alert wasn't triggered when the train passed Salem, why not? 
I spoke today with a retired Norfolk Southern engineer, Scott Wilcox, who lives in Avonmore. How would that person know there was an issue? Generally speaking, after the length of the train has passed over the detector, it will tell you there are no problems found. I still can't believe that there's no better solution than just to blow up these chemicals and spread it as far and wide as possible. There's no way to like suck it out with like a very large, like, you know, industrial syringe and then go dump it out in like a toxic waste bin with for liquid that's really safe. There's no other way than to just blow it up and have it go literally as far and wide and contaminate as many things as possible. There's seriously no other solution. You've got to be kidding me. There is, it's 2023. There has to be another solution than to contaminate all the water wells, the air, and just destroy the community and probably all within 50 miles. There's nothing. You can't just suck it out and put it into a tube and take it away on a truck and empty it out where no one lives. Like what? Get back to the the thread. Norfolk Southern Corporation, NSC, with total assets worth $38 billion in 2020, operates the railway that caused the toxic chemical release in East Palestine, Ohio. Last Monday, the company was so generous, I added that part, so generous, and made a $25,000 donation to assist the evacuating residents, which comes out, by the way, to $5 a residence. Very generous, very nice. Norfolk uh, Southern Corporation manages 19,420 route miles in 22 eastern states and the District of Columbia and has rights in Canada over the Canadian Pacific Railway's Albany to Montreal route. Around 6% of its deliveries are chemicals. Oh, such bad luck. So we'll make a, a Netflix video on it and then it'll come true. Um, that's crazy. A Facebook update yesterday from a Darlington, Pennsylvania kennel owner says after 20 minutes outside, they had, quote, horrible headaches, runny noses, burning and swollen eyes, pulsations within the eye sockets, itchy throat and coughing. Well, that sounds bad. The EPA's liability letter sent to Norfolk Southern Railway Company on February 10th said, quote, Cars containing vinyl chloride, butyl acrylate, all those other chemicals are known to have been and continue to be released in the air. The EPA released a manifest last night from Norfolk Southern summarizing more chemicals that were released in East Palestine, Ohio. Here's another take from the guy that explained what was happening earlier uh, with an update after this new info was released. Some things that we didn't know, there were three train cars of diethylene glycol. One of the cars completely spilled and two of them were leaking. This chemical is flammable. It's toxic. It's used in the manufacturing of plastics. Uh, It's also used in some brake fluids. Based on the tank car class that's these things here, there is at least 16,000 gallons that were lost. No definitive indication whether it was burned or if it was just spilled. There's one car of polypropylene glycol that was breached. It's also a chemical that's used in the manufacturing of plastics. It is considered to have low toxicity to humans. However, 16,000 gallons of it pouring into the ground isn't great. There's one tank car of propylene glycol, not to be confused with polypropylene glycol, propylene glycol, or PG, as people who vape would know. It's low toxicity. It's used in some food products. It's used in vape liquids. But again, 16,000 gallons of it pouring into the ground, not good. The butyl acrylate that they did mention earlier, there was one tank car. It was breached and then caught on fire. It's very flammable, so I assume that it, that has all been burned away. Talk about cars that we know burn. So we have two hopper cars of PE, that's polyethylene plastic. These are going to be hopper cars of uh, little plastic pellets um, used in a ton of different stuff, like all over your house, plastic bottles, toys. 
four hopper cars of what is labeled as polyvinyl. Hopper cars, so I'm assuming that this is PVC, polyvinyl chloride pellets. For the railroad, there's one burned, there's one burning, and two that had some amount burned. Toxic byproducts to the PVC burnings, like the vinyl chloride burning itself. One car of balls burned, one car of sheet steel burned, one car of frozen veg, and then one car of powdered flakes. Not sure what the flakes are. List an unknown status for the ethylene glycol monobutyl and the ethyl hexalacrylate. Isobutylene was not breached. Now, this is the big thing. There were two cars of petroleum oil completely gone and three that lost some amount. These kinds of tank cars can hold anywhere from 16 to 30,000 gallons. What we're really talking about here is an oil spill. One gallon of petroleum oil spill can pollute up to a million gallons of groundwater. We are the climate activists. This is a, like, I still can't get over that. Let's finish this thread. Norfolk Southern Railroad pulled 180,000 gallons of, quote, oil and water from the East Palestine train derailment site. The company issued a remediation plan to the Ohio Environmental Protection Agency on Monday, detailing its recovery efforts. And then I responded, we'll be covering this tomorrow live on the ground on the Jonathan Cogan Show. Stay tuned. If you want me to cover it live tomorrow, leave a comment on Rumble, on the YouTube. If you're listening to this uh, uh, podcast, at KOGZ, tweet me on Twitter or reply on the post where I post this of the recording on Twitter. Be like, yeah, I want you to go or don't go. You're going to die. You know, whatever it is. But this is a great example of an event that could bring all of us together from the left, from the right, to the center, to the up, to the down, to the whatever. This is it. We should all be upset that corporatism is literally taking over every part of our lives and that the same three companies, the Vanguard, the BlackRock that owns the media, owns the railroad, they own everything. And literally, if we keep going down this road, they will own you. Well, they kind of do already own you, but they're really going to own you where you can never rebel. Okay. So we need to come together. Okay. And we need the truth to get out there. And that's the purpose of this podcast. We're apolitical truth tellers, pro human, pro earth podcast. And that's it. So share this podcast if you don't mind. Share the Rumble link. Share whatever. Share the Twitter video at KOGZ. Share the YouTube video. Subscribe. Be awesome. Be a part of this community. Taking truth to the moon because people are hungry for the truth again. People want the truth. They are sick of being lied to, but they don't know where to go to get the information. So what do you do? You look at somebody's library of work. And if you go to jsk.transistor.fm or go to all the previous shows I've done, you can see the work, the proof is in the pudding, as they say, whatever that means. Pudding is good, but it's a very weird food. So I just think that this, this could bring us together. The activists need to come together with us. And that's it. That's it. There's also a mass shooting. I'm not going to be covering that right now. Hopefully everyone's safe. Don't know if they are or aren't. We'll see. So that's it for the Jonathan Kogan show today. Thank you for joining. If you want to donate, patreon.com forward slash ownership economy. If I see one new subscriber there, it will make my day. $5.99 a month. It really helps support the production of this, which means me doing it every day is what that means. Go listen to previous episodes. Michael Yan, other great people. Jay Bancharya, amazing, amazing guests. Got a really good guest coming on Thursday. And uh, until tomorrow, have an amazing day, amazing afternoon, amazing night, whatever it is, wherever you are in the world. If no one told you today, I mean this with all of my heart and soul. I love you. I love you. You matter. You're part of this community. We stand up for each other. We protect each other. If people attack us on the internet, we come and we protect each other. We are in this fight together. I'll have your back on Twitter. You have my back on Twitter. We have our back, everything. Okay. We have each other's backs. We need to stand up to the corporations, to this whole ridiculous society of anti-freedom, anti-human establishment bullshit. 
Okay. We must defend each other and come engage others backs and spread the truth. Share the link, retweet, do whatever. Okay. Thank you for listening to John, the Kogan show, subscribe, Spotify, Apple podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. I love being with you. It's amazing being with you every single day. Thank you so much for the support. Patreon.com forward slash ownership economy. I'll see you tomorrow.